Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Man, your friend of the show, my man Rodney Billups, Denver Pioneers in the Summer League, Coach Billups. Good to see you. Talk to your brother. How's life out there in Denver, man? man always, everything's good, man. It's always a pleasure being on the show, man. I really appreciate this time that I get to spend with you every year, man. No I doubt. I look forward to it every year. Yes, indeed, man. Let me ask you, Coach, man, uh, in March, when the back of my birthday around, my birthday, everything got shut down. How was it for your, you and your staff and your players, man, to have to go from being together to being at home, being virtual? And how was that for you and your, you guys? Man, I know it kind of sucked for your seniors and your people who left the program and didn't get to end it the way they wanted to. How was all that, man? You know, for us, our, our, our uh, conference tournament was over when they shut it down. So uh, we, we got to, to finish our entire season. Obviously, uh, postseason with our record, that probably wasn't going to be a, a, an issue of us missing it. So it, it, the, the end of the season was fine. Um, now the springtime and being able to celebrate our lone senior, being able to grow on the court with our young guys, because we played 11 freshmen and sophomore, only one senior, no juniors last year. So ha having missed that time in the spring and in the summer, that, that was a huge hurdle for us uh, physically. Now we did a lot of Zoom stuff, we, we, we grew our mentality and our culture over uh, uh, virtual uh, meetings, but you know that it, it really shot us in the foot, man. Having missed all that time, and, and you know now you you fast forward six months, we get our guys back on campus, we start getting into some type of a rhythm, and, and guys start having some camaraderie and, and some chemistry. Then we get shut down with fourteen day quarantine. So uh, the the blows haven't stopped since March, man. It, it's been tough and. Uh, very, very different year for us. But it's been good, though. It's been good spending time with these guys and growing them, and, and guys are, are uh, competing in the classroom. So it's, it's been it's been a good situation. There's certainly a lot worse things that could be going on. Speaking of classroom, Coach, going from virtual learning, for me, would be hard. Going from in-person to that virtual thing, man. So how was that giving advisors, helping your young men, the tutors and your staff, keeping the young men's minds sharp? Because, you know, they used to have structure, study hall, tutors, advisors, they back at home to themselves, young men, 18 years old, trying to keep the standard up academically high as you expected, Coach. And how was that, man? It's, it's, been, it's been good for us uh, in a sense. And my staff does an unbelievable job holding our guys accountable to their, to their syllabus, all right? 
our, our guys know everything that's happening with every student athlete. So we, we have a, a sense of ownership there with our program and making sure our guys stay on top of their academics. And, and we recruit a, a certain student. So it, it, there's never a, an issue with guys not being able to perform. They just got to do it. And our standard is just do your best. Show up on time. Give me everything you got. Just do your best. And our guys are doing that. Most definitely. And I just feel like, Coach, you know, this is a time to grow these men, like you said, because helping them realize this is what life is. Curveballs. Unexpected things coming your way all times. You know, I'm in my 30s. I'm used to it. Those guys are 19 years old, 20 years old, not quite living life the way I have. And, you know, having to deal with that man is crazy. But hey, you can teach them about it's what you're going to deal with all all your life. You think it's going good. They don't throw your curveball. You got to come back, come back from a setback. So how do you use this time to show them this is it's what life is? You know, it's, it, that, that's an easy that's an easy lesson because we, we go through ups and downs every single day. We, we, we go through adversity. And in this situation, it's a shared adversity. So it's not quite as realistic as I would like to give them because uh, my staff is going to walk them through every single thing that they do. Uh, but, but every day there's something, whether you – I wake up not feeling well and you got to refocus. Uh, you don't feel like going to class virtually. You got you have to be there and you got to be engaged. You missed a couple shots in practice that you typically make. You got to figure out how to get a stop. So there's something every single day that we can learn from uh, that, that we're able to, to show them and guide them through in hopes that uh, they become good men and, and good fathers and, and, and good husbands. Uh, and get community leaders. So we're, we're, we're molding them into good people. And Coach, how do you use the Zoom this offseason to help the young men with the pandemic, also knowing the social unrest around the country, try to get their minds right with that? Because I know it's hard for them to understand really what you and I would know about how life is, right, for us being dealing with the world, how it's set up institutionally, right? So how do you kind of use that to teach your young men who are from different backgrounds about the ways of the world, what we're dealing with as young black men and young people of color in general in this world that we have here today? You know, it's, for us, we, we've been fortunate to have some guys that, that stood on the table uh, for for racial injustice. We, we've had guys that, that wanted to get out and, and peacefully protest, guys that wanted to start their own peaceful protest. So guys have been engaged from that standpoint since March, right, since all of all of this stuff happened. Um, so we, we, we've been able to, to learn through having special guests come on to the show. We, we had a uh, Aurora, Colorado police officer come on onto the show and, and uh, teach our guys how to perform at a, at a traffic stop or uh, uh, in the interaction with the, with the police officer. We, we've had conversation after conversation about accountability uh, and the choices that they make. So just trying to grow their mentality through different articles, different, different books, different manuals that we, we've read together, uh, just trying to get them, get them to understand, all right, the choices that you make, the hundreds of choices that you make every single day have, have a huge impact on the rest of your life. Uh, so constantly drilling that uh, in their minds and helping them understand that, hey, you got to err on what's right. You know, you got you to gotta live through integrity. Uh, if you don't know what's right, ask somebody for help. Uh, and and we, we've been we, we've been fortunate to have some good kids in, in that sense. I'm telling listeners, coach, that hey, being a coach is more than just coaching. It's, no, it's about being a mentor, a therapist, uh, <laughs> a father figure, a friend, or brother. It's a role with so many roles embedded in it. And talk to us about that role you played. It's more than just being 
excellent of a coach. It's more to it than just that part of it. You know, for, for me, my staff, uh, my assistant coaches, my director of basketball operations, that they're, they're the basketball coaches. I'm, I'm, I'm out there on the court maybe 20% of the time uh, coaching, right? 80%, I'm, it's like you said, I'm a mentor, I'm a father figure, I'm, I'm a leader, I'm, I'm uh, a boss. I'm doing so many other things to make sure that experience that they have for their four years here uh, is outstanding, right? So for, for me, I wear a lot of different hats and I have to – but just the X's and O's, the basketball part, that's the easy part. You know, going into the community to raise funds, uh, ha having uncomfortable conversations with parents about playing time, having, having uncomfortable conversations with my administration about why we lose a game uh, or, or win a game. Uh, so ha having, ha having, you know, 80% of the minutia just to get to the 20%, uh, it's, it's, it's more than, I'm more than willing to do it, but it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard for sure. I think fans don't understand that. I also wanted to put out so you can talk to them about it because I feel like fans don't understand that there's more to it than just that. It's so much more. And that you're really molding 13 to 15 young men to be better husbands and fathers down the road. And to do that is more than basketball. When's losses are great, but the fact that you're molding, putting men in the community that are of high class of standard is what's most important in this whole thing we call basketball, student athletes, and college clubs all together. You know, a lot, a lot of people only see game day, and, and uh, rightfully so, right? If I'm a fan, all I want to see is game day. I don't want to see him practice. I want to see him win. I want to see him compete. Uh, but once you're in it, you know, you understand that th these are young men. These are these are very impressionable people. And uh, we we as coaches, we as leaders have to perform a certain way if, if we want to get the best out of the human, not the best out of the basketball player, but the best out of the person. And that's what I'm about, man. I'm about graduating these young kids uh, and turning these young men into to great, great, great people. And, and that's what, to me, that's what it's all about. We're going to win and we're going to lose some, but we're going to definitely win that life for sure. I know you got some guys on our roster from Georgia. I like that. I like you got some guys from Georgia on the roster. Tell us about those young men you got on the roster from here in Georgia. No, we've had Ro Roscoe Eastman. Uh, both kids played at Wheeler. Roscoe is a sophomore. Uh, sophomore point guard, play for Game Elite, uh, really, really good kid. Uh, basketball is coming along. He's a small guard, uh, a lot like myself. I see a lot of me in him. Um, so he, he he's coming uh, he's coming into his, his time as a good player. Now, the freshman kid we have, Sam Hines, he, he's probably going to be, and, and I say this on record, he's probably going to be our best player uh, in, in the future. Man, he, he's – Probably six five, unbelievable athlete, unbelievable competitor, wants to do things right. Good, really good kid, uh, and, and good student. He he's got a chance to put our program on his back for a lot of years, man. And uh, because of that, I'm gonna stay. I'm, I'm gonna keep my feet grounded in Georgia, man. I'm gonna continue to, to recruit Georgia because uh, they produce a lot of really good talent and a lot of really good people. So uh, I love Atlanta, man. I really do. And Coach, talk about the AAU programs here. Post the high school ball is very well-rounded, very fundamental, and it's very high level. A lot of states don't have the way it is here for us, the talent, with the, also the guys who do the workouts as well. We have that three-layer capability of coaches and players and workout and trainers who help these young men be ready to play for you. Other schools around the country, they are D1 ready and at that D1 level. 
the, the one thing that I really like is there's so many kids. There, there's so many kids in, in the state of Georgia, in the city of Atlanta, that, that are ready. And uh, a guy that I, I really lean on is Desmond Eastman. They call him the general. You know, he, he keeps me in tune with what's going on in Atlanta and the kids that, that can academically perform here at Denver uh, and, and also win games for us. So, uh, you know, the, the, the product that Atlanta is producing right now is unbelievable. You know, the, you look at, at the NBA guys, that I think there's a double-digit number of just Atlanta kids in the NBA right now, which is crazy. That's, that's, that's unheard of to have so many kids from one place uh, you know, at, at the highest level. So I'm going to keep my feet grounded there, man. I, I, I enjoy it too. The, the, city is, the city is always on fire no matter the time you're there. You got there right. It's really on fire right there that we in a pandemic. <laughs> 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 you saw that battle with Jeezy and Gucci, man. It was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. <laughs> we have a cure I didn't know about yet. <laughs> right, right. No mass, no, no nothing. I'm like, man, they tripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, let me ask you about this. How was recruiting via Zoom this time around? I know this, you're very personal. I want to see people in person. So how was the recruiting via Zoom kind of save you on the budget as well, which is good for the administration piece of it. But yeah. how, how was that? You know, there's good and bad to it. Uh, I think it hurts us in the long run because our campus is, is beautiful. Uh, our city is, you know, we're a small campus in the middle of the, of the city. We don't get a chance to bring kids here to, to show them. And everybody thinks Denver, Colorado is freezing cold uh, and, and it's countryside. And it, we, we have everything every other city has, uh, but not a lot of people have seen it. And that's our advantage. When we get a chance to bring a student-athlete on campus, uh, they get to see, they see how comfortable it is. They see our great facilities. And, and we get to spend some time with them face-to-face. -face, and they get, to certain, they get to see our energy and the family feel that we have. Uh, so it, it hurts us. But the good things about it, you know, we, we get to see guys. We don't get the, you know, the, 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 the we, we don't get the phone calls anymore. We get the Zoom calls with their families and, and the people that's, that's uh, helping with the decision. So it's, it, there's good and bad to it, you know. We get to see some FaceTime with them. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to be able to recruit a kid face-to-face -face for sure. No doubt. And going to court, Coach, how's it been trying to get your guys back in that mode because, you know, I see you shut down for a while, having to play games, probably not everything you want to have in, you, is in, right? They're probably playing kind of simple and basic. So, are you trying to try to get the guys ready for Summit League play, just kind of play these games out here? We want to win, of course, but kind of get them in that rhythm, knowing that the Summit League is what, what really matters here coming up here real soon. You know, that that's that's the key, right? We want to play our best when our best is needed, and, and that's when Summit League play starts. But as a competitor, man, I want to win every game. We prepare to win every game. Uh, so it's it, it, winning and losing, obviously, is, is determined in the practice, on the practice floor. And having it gone through a 14-day quarantine, 10 of our guys uh, shut down for 14 days. It's a long time. And so uh, to your point, just trying to get them ready, trying to, trying to pump some confidence into them uh, and, and let them know that they're good enough. We got good enough guys. We got enough. Uh, and, and playing the right way is, is, most, is most important. That, that's where we need to go from here, right, and, and get in, in the best shape that we possibly can, not worry about, uh, the officiating just just continue to play how we play and dictate 
offensively. If we can do that by January 2nd when we open up conference play, I'll, I'll be all right with it, no matter the results of our games leading up to it. And you're liking the back-to-backs you all doing for safety purposes, back-to-backs here. So you're liking that so far as you kind of prepare and plan for it? You know, it's hard, it's hard to tell right now. You know, I, I won't have a back-to-back until until our first uh, conference weekend. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I think we have an advantage playing at the altitude that we play at. Most our home games, uh, and, and we, we have some depth at every position. So we'll, we'll see. I, I, think it's, I think it's a tough way to play, honestly, uh, especially you, you never prepare for injury, but if somebody goes down, it's, it's tough, man. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I, I'll be ready for it for sure. That's what I got for you, Coach Bills, this, man. What's been your quarantine hobby? Mine's been playing the guitar. That's been my hobby this quarantine. It's good, so I'm a guitar player now. So what's been your hobby, man? <laughs> That's awesome, man. For me, you know, I, I got married a little over a year ago, so I, I just been hanging out with my wife. She's pregnant now, so man, I just been chilling. Uh, chilling is 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 new for me because usually before the pandemic, pandemic, I was either on the road recruiting, on the road coaching, I was on the road doing something. So I'm trying to figure out how to chill and, and do be good at that. Got to enjoy the sleep while you while you can, because when new baby comes, man. Your sleep is gone, brother. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that by everybody. So, yes. no, good though, so far. hey, congrats on that marriage, man. Keep the wife happy, happy wife, happy life, man. That's what I learned from the OGs I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, she, she's happy right now, so it's all good. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, man, thank you for your time. It's always, always good to have a visit you on the show, man. You're the, one of the best guys I have on the show every year, man. You're so fun to talk to, man. You're so laid back, man. Thank you for what you do, man. Man, anytime you want want me on, man, let me know. I'm all in on you, man. I appreciate you. Anytime, Coach. You be good. Be blessed, brother. Talk to you real soon, man. Hey, you too. All right, now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.